we're looking at about 150 people and they're all just going to say hi to you and clap so you can hear that we are, we are actually in front of a cloud. A cloud? A crowd. <laughs> Uh, hello, Don. This is Vicki Davis. Um, we've talked a couple. Hi, Vicki. We appreciate you supporting um, the efforts to connect students around the globe and including the Horizon Project in your most recent book, uh, Grown Up Digital. And we were hoping you might tell us about the uh, Net Generation Education Challenge so that all the educators in the room could know about it. And, uh, and, and sort of what you set up there. And I'm going to mute our mic so that we don't get an echo. So if it sounds like we're not here, we actually are. So if you would tell us a little bit about the Net Generation Education Challenge, we would appreciate that. <clears throat> okay, well, thanks very much. And I hope you can hear me okay. I'm actually in Munich at a, a conference called DLD uh, that stands for D um, Digital Living and Design. And uh, it's a very interesting event. There's about 1,000 people here, I guess. And I just finished giving a talk. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm delighted to be able to chat with all of you because I have a great admiration for the uh, Horizon Project and for all the hard work that you folks do. Thank you very much for that. I don't think there's any more important uh, challenge than transforming our schools and models of learning for relevance and effectiveness for the 21st century. Um, yes, as you know, I have a new book. It's called Grown Up Digital. Uh, this is the sequel to a book I wrote a dozen years ago called Growing Up Digital. And um, I'm very excited ab about the book. And uh, one of the most important constituencies for it is the educational uh, constituency because I'm convinced that we have a new generation around the world that have grown up interacting and collaborating. And the old model of learning, which is one way, one size fits all, uh, broadcast, teacher-focused, with the student isolated in the learning process. This model is inappropriate for the 21st century. So uh, what I've decided to do is to hold a contest. And I understand I'm partnering with you, so that, I think that's really great on this. And the contest is at grownupdigital.com. And if you go there, you'll find it. And essentially, I put out a challenge to create a short, say, two-minute video on what would you do to transform the model of learning uh, to make it effective for this new generation of young people and to make it appropriate for the 21st century. And I don't want to uh, shape it too much because I'm really interested in finding out what, what the world th thinks about this. Um, we've got some good prizes, uh, including a final prize for the winner of uh, $1,000 to go towards your personal lifelong learning project, whether you're a teacher or a student or whatever, or, or anybody. And also a, um, a full um, webinar given by me to your organization or school or, or whatever. I suppose the uh, alleged uh, commercial value of something like that is about 30,000 US dollars. So uh, we got some kind of serious prizes uh, going on here. I know that you folks involved in the Horizon Project have thought about all of these issues very deeply, and I'm getting that I'm going to get some killer videos through you and through your network, and I'm so excited about receiving those. And of course, the goal here is not uh, simply for somebody to win some money. The goal is to really, um, to really uh, help us 
expand the, um, these ideas about the transformation of learning and also to come up with and to invent some new models. So um, I, why, why don't I stop it there? I don't know if it's possible to take questions, but I'd just like to thank you all. Well, we're very excited, and as you know, we're renaming the Horizon uh, Project the Net Generation Education Challenge so that we can work together and really talk about how education needs to transform. Um, the students and the educators here have been using project-based learning, have been talking about how the world has been flattening through Web 2.0 tools, and it's just been very exciting. I was hoping that we might have a student who could just kind of go ahead and and just share with you something that they think happens uh, when you start connecting students around the world. We've really had some exciting things happen. Is there anybody that would like to share um, uh, what you think about flattening the classrooms and uh, what you've seen happen here? Do we have any uh, of our students in particular who would like to kind of come over here for a moment? You got to come up here to the laptop. Uh, anybody? I'm sure I appear very scary as this giant face on the screen, but. <laughs> Uh, we're actually recording, so we, we don't have your giant face here right now. So uh, oh. <laughs> come on down. Uh, we have students from so many different countries. It's been very exciting uh, to see. They've actually already got some videos uh, about um, ways that they would like students to collaborate to solve some of the world's uh, global social issues. And, and uh, this is one of the uh, students that has been part of one of those teams. So come on and, and tell them who you are and where you're from. Hi, my name is Nastasia. I'm from Australia. And I think one of the biggest things I've learned is, or we've learned, is how important this whole experience is and how communication is one of the ways of the future and how we're learning how to use it now. And I think that's a big step towards, as we've learned to solve issues, various issues in the world and bring cultures together to learn about each other. Well, that's great. Uh, you talk about in, uh, you know, in Wikinomics about the new Alexandrians, and we really have a lot of them here who've really been collaborating. All uh, the students have been leaders and doing some great things. Do we have anything else anybody would like to share or ask? I know a couple people have read. Um, who else? Come on down. If you're raising your hand, just run on down because uh, Mr. Tapscott's very busy, so we want to uh, use his time well. Okay. Tell who you are, where you're from. Um, hello, it's Abdullah Shakachi from Iraq. Um, I think that um, students are not going to learn anything about cultures just by uh, looking it up in a textbook or even uh, seeing a bunch of videos online. The only way students are really going to learn about other cultures is by being there and collaborating with other students, virtually or in conferences like this one. That's it. Great. Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, we have so many students from so many different cultures. It's just been very uh, profound. Would you like to come Yes. Hi, Mr. Tapscott. My name is Frank Gutler. I'm uh, one of the uh, facilitators for the Flat Ca Classroom Conference. I was the coordinator of the video strand. Uh, it's good to, good to meet you, sir. Uh, my, my question is uh, one, of the, uh, one of the video teams put together a proposal that has to do with uh, micro-lending in the third world. And... Um, and how they can um, engage with that concept as, as young people and connecting with um, other people. And um, I figure the author of Wikinomics would probably be a good person to give them some advice in that arena. Well, 
<clears throat> I'll tell you one thing is that the world has definitely moved uh, towards the micro. Um, you look at something like Barack Obama's campaign where uh, he, he became elected basically raising money by the 5 and 10 and $15 amounts. Uh, can you hear me okay? I'm getting a kind of funny feedback. Uh, we'll go on mute. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I don't mind as long as you can hear me okay. So, um, I mean, yes, this is a, a wonderful time where we now have this new global medium of human communications where people can participate in the economy in ways that were previously unthinkable. And um, sometimes you don't need $100 million to get something going. You need a tiny amount of money. And opportunities for microfinancing, I, I think, um, and the demand for it are just going to continue to grow. Um, Don, what do you think will happen if education systems do not change to appropriately teach the net generation, the net geners? What do you think are the consequences for education? Because, you know, so, there's so much focus on test scores right now that it's very difficult to get schools to put in global collaborative projects because they say they have to study for their tests. So could you, do you have any thoughts on the consequences of not um, collaborating and learning about mass collaboration and using it in their curriculum? Well, the consequences are severe. And what will happen is that the formal education system will get bypassed. That's already happening in the universities, where in the U.S., the thing for all the smartest kids is to get an A and have never gone to any of the lectures. So um, the, we need to reinvent uh, education for relevance and effectiveness. And if we don't, somebody else is, is going to do it. You know, and the thing about test scores really disturbs me a lot because when young people graduate today, it's very different than when I graduated. When I graduated, I was set for life. And there were these institutions of learning and institutions of work. And um, you went to the institution of learning and you got a degree. And then you kept up in your chosen field. Well, today when you graduate, you're not set for life. You're set for about 15 minutes. And if you took a technical course, half of what you learned in the first year is obsolete by the time you get to the fourth year. So we need to reinvent our knowledge base multiple times throughout our lives. And not only that, what counts when you graduate is not how well you can perform on tests. What counts is your ability to think and to collaborate and to solve problems and to communicate and to reinvent your knowledge base to learn lifelong. And we do a great disservice by focusing solely on testing. Of course, there's a role for educational testing. I actually have a master's degree in ed psych. That was how I got started over 30 years ago, was as an educational tester. And there's a role for tests, but the system can't focus on that. Um, and and the, the consequences of producing kids who are, can perform well on tests but who can't think and communicate would be devastating for every economy or every country where this um, perspective is taken. I'm very hopeful that President Obama is going to turn the situation around and that he's someone, unlike the previous administration, his administration is capable of understanding what needs to be done to transform the schools. Uh, what do you say to the educators who might tell you, you know, how dare you ask students what they want education to look like. You know, we're the experts and we know. 
why, why are you going directly to the students? And, and what is your answer to the educators who say, you know, why do you want to ask, you know, quote them? Why do you want to ask the students? So wh what would you say to, to those educators who would, who would um, make a statement like that? Well, this is the first time in human history when children are an authority about something really important. I was an authority about model trains when I was a kid. And today, the 11-year-old at the breakfast table is an authority on this digital revolution that's changing business, commerce, government, learning, education, every institution in society. And the most powerful force to change the schools and the universities are the students. And every single situation I've ever seen whereby a big transformation took place in a school or a university or an educational system, the students were deeply involved. So I get brought in by you know, ministers of education and presidents of universities and so on, and they want to seek my advice. You know what I do now? I tell them, I'm not prepared to meet with you unless you bring along some students, because they're the ones who are going to explain how young people learn and what the new model of ped pedagogy is. There's an amazing story in Grown Up Digital in the last chapter about this. A young lad who was brought in along with me to talk to the head of all the deans of Florida State uh, University. And um, he really shocked them with the stuff that he was saying about just how, how he accesses information. He was saying that he actually doesn't read books in a conventional sense. And... Um, in case you're wondering if this guy is a loser, he actually is going to London. He's in London now doing a Master's of Philosophy at Oxford University, and he's a Rhodes Scholar. He got the Rhodes Scholarship. So um, this is a time of big change, and we need to listen to young people and listen to the students. In their culture, in the corporation, is the new culture of work. In their behavior as citizens is the new model of democracy. And in their model of learning, we'll find the new model of pedagogy. We have to listen to young people, which is why it's so important what you're doing. I, I'm going to have to go now, but um, I did want to say um, one thing about the, the project. Um, please you know, come on and uh, participate. And um, if any of you are on Twitter, uh, you can uh, check me out at DTapscott on Twitter. And also... Um, I have a, an open offer that if you uh, read Grown Up Digital and you review the book on Amazon.com, uh, send me an email or let me know it on Twitter. Or my email is just don at tapscott.com, and I will send you a personalized copy uh, of the book uh, um, autographed to you. So um, I, I hope you find um, both the, the challenge and also the, the book and the work that I've been doing, very helpful. And I'm so thankful for all the, the great stuff that you guys are doing. Please keep it up. Uh, thank you for being with us today. Uh, we appreciate your willingness to actually go directly to the students and uh, to involve them and, and uh, just sharing with, with all of us and helping us understand what's happening in our society. So let's give Don a round of applause for being with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye.